0: Well, welcome back to the Text 10 Podcast And in this episode This is a special episode A new series that we're starting Called The Text Back Normally you're used to receiving devotionals From Text 10 Podcast Or the Text 10 Ministries devotional plan But now we're going to start receiving devotionals So not only am I pouring out But somebody is pouring back into us And so in this episode We have a special guest Miss Emily Case, And I believe she has a word To share with us today So without further ado let's cue up the intro greetings and salutations everyone i hope you're having a wonderful day i would like to thank you for joining in on today's episode again i am your host kayla mcgrew and this is the text 10 podcast All right. Welcome back again to the text Hand podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be reading from a particular scripture that is one of my favorite scriptures to read. But I believe there's some key things that we can figure out in this podcast. And I believe there's some key things that we can pick out from the scripture. I believe Emily will be able to help us with that. So we're going to be reading from first Peter versus I mean, first Peter five chapter lord come on lord help me get my words right First (laughs) peter 5 verse 5 and we're just gonna we're gonna start in verse 5 and we're gonna see where the lord takes us but i'm gonna first read it from the kjv then read it from the amplified as i say i can
1: i can read from the amplified if you want
0: to read from the king james all right cool so i'll read from king james and then you'll read from the Amplified, and then it breaks it down all right so in verse 5 it says likewise Ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So this is first Peter five and five, and this is amplified, and it says, Likewise, you younger men of lesser rank and experience, be subject to your elders, seek their counsel, and all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Tie on the servant's apron, for God is opposed to the proud, the disdainful, the presumptuous, and he defeats them, but he gives grace to the humble.
0: Mm. Right there. Um, And I believe we all can talk about this, how submission is so key. Yeah, yeah. A key element in our lives, I believe. And we've talked about this before that the anointing flows down. The anointing right. flows from submission. And so we have to submit ourselves unto someone. We are the people of lesser rank and experience. And we got to submit right. ourselves to our elders or someone that is have a higher knowledge than us. Wouldn't yeah. you agree?
1: I would. And this is hello. I am Emily. Emily. Um, for those of you that don't know, I am currently living in Hattiesburg. I'm gonna be a master's student in the fall. Um, and I currently work at Starbucks. Oh. Um, I serve coffee every day, it's what I do. And so when Caleb and I we were chatting about these verses uh the other day and we just kind of were chatting about some different stuff and like getting some mini revelations as we read. But when we were preparing to do this uh, particular segment of the podcast like I was reading this verse and it (laughs) something new hit me I'm telling you every time I I can read the same verse three times and get something new each time but I was reading it when I read the amplified it said tie on the servant's apron and I'm sure if you've ever attended or been to a Starbucks you know that all of the employees are wearing green aprons it's our signature item the clothes that we're asked to wear at work or a particular color palette that complements said green apron. So like yeah. the apron is a big thing for us. Like we have to keep our aprons clean. We have to keep them presentable. It's, it's who we are when we're working. And so we were chatting and, you know, it said, put on the servant's apron. And I started thinking, when I put that apron on, nah, there's nothing special about this apron. It's just a green apron. However, when I put on the green apron to go to work, I am no longer just representing myself. I cannot respond the way that Emily would want to respond, regardless of how the other person on the other side of the counter is acting. I cannot respond the way I'd want to respond because I'm now representing something. Mm. I have a logo that's on my apron that Mm. represents a company and a brand. And so (laughs) when you start reading it, it's talking about, you know, being submitted to your elders and putting on that servant's apron as, as a worker and now of course, we get really wonderful people that come through Starbucks and we get some really amazing people. But there are some people that are less than pleasant regardless. You know, they may be going through something, but they may not be pleasant in that moment. I have to respond the way a servant would respond. and am not saying that, you know, being submitted to that person, but I have to be gracious. I have to be humble even when they're berating me or if they're saying something rude. I have to be humble and gracious to that person because I'm representing something bigger than myself. I am not just me. I am now a partner with this company and a barista that represents a certain level of standard that we have. Mm. And so just reading this, it's saying, you know, clothing yourself with humility, putting on a servant's apron, putting yourself in a submitted position, because like you said, if you're not submitted, the anointing is not flowing through you unless you are actively putting on and like putting on that apron the servant's apron, it's not a robe. It's not something extravagant. It's not something that people look at and they're like, oh, wow, I want that. It's supposed to be humbling. It's supposed to be, okay, I'm now in a position to serve. I'm not just me anymore. And once you get to that place of being submitted, and it's hard. Our flesh does not want mm. to submit. Uh, yeah. I, I have struggled so much in my life with being corrected and not liking it, but God does not like someone who is proud or presumptuous, but he will give grace to the humble. He will, if you humble yourself and you say, okay, God, I'm putting on the servant's apron. I'm serving you today. I'm representing you today when I go out. He gives grace to that. And you're not going to get it right every time. None of us ever do, but he gives grace to that. He, he sees that you're making that effort and he says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to correct you as needed because I love you and I want you to represent me well.
0: Mm. See that that is so good. <laughs> Be, like and I appreciate you sharing your Starbucks yes. experience because when you put on a uniform, you ultimately yeah. represent something. Right. Like If me, I play sports, Um, I've done that for a time. When I put on a jersey, I'm representing a school. I did band. When I put on the band uniform, I represent a school. And that's a certain level of excellence that you represent. Yeah. And right now, I work in the hospital. And the hospital that I work for is known for excellence. So we yeah. are expected to work at a certain level. And this is just in the secular world. But when it comes to our lives living for God, that's what we're supposed to represent. We are supposed to represent the kingdom of God. We're supposed to represent that. We must, as you said, sometimes tying on that servant's apron is not Mm -hmm. the prettiest thing in the world, but that's what we have to do to walk in humility. So sometimes... In a place of humility, it'll call you to places that you may not want to serve, but we are right. called to be servants to one another. We are called to be servants to the kingdom of God. And so that's why, like, again, everybody should have a great understanding of what it means to be clothed in humility. Yeah. Because flesh would love to say, I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. I know more than you. And I, I've caught I'm-
1: myself slipping. I'll get to a point where I'm thinking, okay, because I'm you know, i involved in our music ministry. And I'll start thinking, oh, okay, yes, I, sounded, yeah. I sounded real good on that solo. Look at me go. And then God will real quick humble me. Exactly. <laughs> he will humble me so fast because if I get to that point, I'm no longer doing what I'm supposed to be doing in that ministry. I'm now putting myself ahead. And that's exactly how Satan fell. And I never want to get to that exactly. position.
0: Yeah, when Satan, whenever he failed, he said, I will, five times. While he's supposed to be worshiping God, he said, I will. You know, if you read back, I want to say it's found in Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel Mm -hmm. 28, and I want to say you can start in about verse 14, and then you can also find it in Isaiah 14. Or, yeah, Isaiah 14. Can't remember exactly, but... Just look it up, but that's just how Satan failed because it was yeah. like, uh, he forgot that who he was serving. He was like, right. I know more than God. I want to be. He said, I will be like the Most High, and he not. <laughs> he's not <laughs> going to be like the Most High. But yes. our flesh and its prideful ways will put us in a place that I know more than God. I know mm-hmm. more than my elders. Oh, here we go. I know more than yes. my leaders. That don't yep. you cannot tell me flesh won't say that flesh will oh, say yeah. I know more because if you've ever they're, been a kid Ke- they're
1: older they exa- don't know what they're doing exa- anymore they're not yeah. relevant
0: anymore mm. man we talking man you we could have done that with our parents before mm-hmm. and you say I know more than my parents my parents don't yep. but they've been through that experience it tells us likewise you as younger men of lesser rank and experience.
1: Yeah. And it's not even, I think sometimes when people read this, and this is kind of where the issue with submission comes in, it's you feel like you're being told you are a lesser person. Like some people, I think, read that and think, okay, it's making me, it's trying to make me feel bad. It's trying to make me feel like I'm, I'm not as smart. And, or, you know, I, I, it's making me feel like less. Mm. It's not, it's a protective thing. Yeah. You just haven't had those experiences you haven't been through. And the, the whole point of submission is so that you are under an umbrella of protection. You are in that line and those people in your life, if you've got somebody over you that can tell you, no, and that can stop you from going and doing things that's there to protect you. It's there to keep you from making the mistakes that they've already made and that they've seen happen time and time again. It's not just about you not, you know, being of rank yet. It's not about that, but it's, you haven't had these experiences and until you can get to the point of understanding where you would be able to stand in like the verses that come after this talks about the devil being an adversary, you know, seeking whom you make whom you can devour. If you're outside of that level of protection, you're easily devoured. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's that level of protection. And that's why you have submission to keep you from going outside of, of those walls before you're ready and before you can withstand him.
0: Exactly. And that's one thing I've learned. Sometimes like if, if we're serving in any point in ministry, sometimes in life, we would think that we're ready for something that we're not. And God exactly. has to prepare us and to, he has to take us through things.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember there were points in my life. I was like, Oh man, I'm ready to get involved mm-hmm. with stuff like this and just like learn things about God like this. And God was like, you're not ready for that. You're not there yet. You're not there. Like, you have to learn. And that's one yeah. thing I do cherish my pastor. My pastor is very tough on me. But why is he so tough on me? Because he's trying to yeah. prepare me for the battles that I will face in the future. Right. Do I always understand it? No. But am I going to be submitted? Yes, because I do understand. I want to be under that protective umbrella because if Satan is trying to devour me, the first place Mm -hmm. he's going to try to get me is isolated. He's going to try to get me by myself. Reason why David failed. David, when David failed with Bathsheba, he it was time at the time that David failed. He was supposed to be at war. David right. was not at war when he was supposed to be. And at that time, he was isolated and he fell into sin. And that's exactly yeah. what Satan would try to do. He would love to try to get you to think that you got it all together. You mm-hmm. can make it without your leadership. You can make it without the yeah. people. You you can make it without the word, make it without prayer, make it without God. And I'm telling you, do not yeah. believe that lie yeah. that isolation is the best place that you know True. more than your pastor, you know more than your, um, you pastor, or your just yeah. whoever is a leader over you, or, you know, more than God. Yeah. We well, have and to like,
1: go ahead. You can start thinking, you no, know, you're good. Um, like, you know, Satan will, he'll get you by himself, get you by yourself and start talking to you and saying, well, you could do more if you did it your way. But if you just look at the next, like the next verse, if you're looking at first, it's first Peter five and seven, or no, sorry, six verse six. This is therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, Set aside self righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place mm. of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Again, oh, people with submission, they're like, oh, there's, God's trying to put me down. He's trying to put me at the lesser rank. No, you start there and you build up, and he will take you and he will exalt you when he's ready. He will put you at that point when, oh, I ain't never read this verse like this. I'm telling <laughs> you, I've read this chapter so many times and I've never seen it like this. But you're supposed to humble yourself. And learn that humility, learn service, because, uh, okay, uh, even in the secular world, a good leader is someone who knows how to serve. Yeah. It's someone who has been through the ranks, who has learned how to serve, and is now, because they know how to serve, they can now lead. So you can't just come in and start leading right away, because it's the blind leading the blind, and you'll, you'll go off the path, and you'll fall off. Mm-hmm. But he knows when you're ready, and he's going to exalt you. It's not that he doesn't want you exalted to a place of honor in his service. He does. But he knows that there are times when you can't handle that yet. And if he puts you in that place... It would get to your head and you would fall fast. And so mm-hmm. in order to protect you, he keeps you in those ranks and he keeps you submitted until it's time to exalt you into a place mm. of leadership.
0: There's a scripture that comes to mind and I, oh, this is some good stuff. A scripture that comes to mind is Proverbs chapter three, verse five and verse six. It says, trust in the Lord
1: mm-hmm.
0: with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Right. Verse 6 says, in all thy ways, acknowledge mm-hmm. him, and he shall direct thy path. He's going to direct your path. But right. you got to do your part in trusting in him with all your heart. I have to do it. We all have to do it. And yeah. we cannot lean unto our own understanding. Yeah. God will place those leaders in your life. If you desire to grow in ministry and grow in the things of God and in the kingdom of God, he will place those leaders, those God ordained leaders that are going to lead you in the purpose that he has called you to be. You don't have to go seeking. Ask God to place the right people. If you're already in church and none of your leader, that is great. Stay under them. Stay submitted because that is going to be how you grow and how you learn how to be a servant.
1: Yeah.
0: And so that that'll be how you learn. So in your times when you do not understand why you're in the position that you're in Proverbs three and five, trust in him with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. You acknowledge him. He will direct your path. I
1: mean, that's that's where David started. David started in the field. David started in a servant's position he was so low in the family he was considered a servant Mm -hmm. he genuinely started in the servant's position and god slowly because even after he got anointed i know many people have preached on this but even after he was anointed king he was sent back to serve it's like okay now you have this anointing you know where you're going i need Mm -hmm. you to keep serving yes yes, and he served and served and served until it was time to be exalted because he wasn't ready that young David in the field, now granted, he was, you know, had a relationship with God and he had that connection. He would not have been ready to be placed on the throne. Mm. He would not have been ready and he would have failed because he wasn't prepared yet. He had and it the, took those yeah. years and that time to get there until he was ready and then he was able to.
0: He had to be a servant to face the lion and the bear yeah. and to ultimately, ultimately face Goliath. Yeah. He had to go through those moments, but he stayed right as my pastor loves to say stay in your lane <laughs> don't get out of exactly. your lane stay in your exactly. lane where god has you stay there until god elevates yeah. you the bow he says that he will exalt you at the appropriate time so yeah. there are going to be times when he uh he will exalt you but you have to stay where god yeah. has called you to be and i and already funny yeah
1: i'm sorry go ahead yeah. um I'm sorry. Okay. So we think about it like going back to, you know, we look at the secular world and we don't have a problem with this. You wouldn't put a freshly graduated high school student into the medical field immediately. No. You know, you say that and you're like, of course not. Duh. I wouldn't want, you know, a high school student operating on me. Of course not. We get that. Like that makes Mm -hmm. sense to us because there's a risk. That person would be at risk of injuring other people if they were leading in that kind of position too soon, not only would they could potentially cause harm to themselves or put themselves in the place of a lawsuit or, you know, whatever, or fatally harming someone, it would harm whoever they were operating on because they're not ready. They don't have the experience. They have to go through years of being submitted as a med student, a resident, um, Mm. an interning, you know, going through all of the steps. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, (laughs) And we don't have a problem with that. That makes sense to us. So then why are we so resistant when it comes to ministry that we have to, because we start thinking that we've got it. We start thinking we know all there is to know and we're we're ready, but we're not. And not only would it hurt us, it can hurt other people. If you lead before you're too soon, you're going to lead people astray and they're going to get hurt. And that falls back on you. And that's, you're accountable now for that person that you've led because you led them to a place where they weren't supposed to be.
0: Oh man. So... Do you want that responsibility? Right. That's a big thing. Like, yeah, because when again, whenever God exalts you, you'll be ready for that position. Exactly. But you have to allow God to mold you and to make you in this process. He has he has to work on you. He has to eliminate some things. You've got to submit yourself to him. Submit yourself to your leaders. You have to if you want to be where God has called you to be. Oh, yeah. Submission to him. Yeah. Submission to his to the leaders that he has placed over your life. And you got to seek counsel from your leaders. You have to do those are just key things that you have to do. If you want to if you want God to elevate you, mm-hmm. these are this is God's word. And so he's the
1: God of the the process mm-hmm. He is a God of processes. He's a God of taking you through the different steps. You look at any any person in the Bible. They never went immediately to where they ended up. There was always a process. There was always something they dealt with. There was always something that they had to go through or learn or, you know, whatever. There's a process to everything. Yeah. And we see that and we get that. Like we, we understand that in the Bible. when We read those things. We see a process that, you know, um, Joseph went through. Yes. Yeah. Joseph was having dreams and he was in a position of, for lack of a better term, like ministry. He was beginning to step into that role. But, he had to go through some things that eventually put him in the higher position he was in. We, yeah. we get that in the Bible. It's one of those things that's easier said than done. It's very easy to understand when you're reading. You're like, of course, yeah, he had to go through that because this, 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 and this. But that's because we already see the end, the end result of Joseph. Yeah, We already see the end result of, of David and all these other people. It's a lot harder when it's our lives and we're not seeing the end result. And we just see where we're at right now. We're out in the field and it feels like nobody knows us, nobody cares about us, nobody's seeing the work that we're doing, we don't feel appreciated, we want to be you know and that's natural to to want your efforts to be seen, but sometimes those efforts go unseen, and it's not until God exalts you that those efforts are now recognized
0: mm. so that was something that I believe that we can take from this episode is he's the god of the process, yeah, so what we must do in return is trust. The process. Yeah, we have to trust the process that God has us in. And I believe we'll trust the process. God at his appointed time will exalt us into the place mm-hmm. that he has called us to be. Because sometimes our plan may may be to be over here. But God was yeah. like, if you want to be in my will, I want you over here. So trust in the process that God yeah. has you at that is going to be key in your life. And, man, this has been a powerful episode. Oh, As, we,
1: at the beginning of this, we are like, we'll do verses 5 through 10. <laughs> we made it to 6.
0: Yeah, we did <laughs> We did not get far. But, I mean, this is something that our young people need to hear,
1: yeah. something
0: that our youth, our older people need to hear. Like, this is something like, and I just love the fact that we were just talking about this, and this came yes. about. You know, and so I believe this is quality content that you can apply to your daily lives as you go and grow in ministry. And right. so as we close out this episode again, Emily, I would like to thank you for being yeah, a absolutely. part of the podcast. This was,
1: this was so much fun. Like yeah. I I'm already thinking like we got verses seven through 10. Like there's a lot we can. Unpack.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so much. My Lord. So um, as we get ready to end this episode, I would like to ask if you can just lead us out in prayer, Sister Emily.
1: Absolutely. Brother Caleb, if you would pray with me. Lord, we love you and we thank Lord, we you thank for you your Jesus. word and your guidance. We appreciate you, God, God we ask that as, as the people listen to this podcast, God, as they read these verses, that you would just give them the revelation. My God, the understanding of the process or that you would give them peace. And comfort as they go through the process, Lord, that you would just let them know that you are there with them, you are guiding them. God, that you would just comfort them as they feel the the growing pains and the stretching and the, the molding, God. That you would just help them, my God, to be patient and to trust you as you guide us through the process. Lord, we love you and we thank you that you love us enough to protect us and to guide us. That you would be able to use us, God, that you are willing and wanting to use us. Lord, as we God, we thank you Jesus God we ask that as we learn and as we grow we thank you for your grace that you give to us as we make mistakes and as we stumble Lord, we thank you for the grace that leads us and we ask that you would just help us to continue to be sensitive in Jesus name
0: Amen, Amen, Amen so we're going to get ready to close out this episode I would like to thank you again for joining in on the Text 10 Podcast this has been Kayla McGrew featuring Emily Case on the text back we appreciate <laughs> you blissed. guys yeah we, we want to appreciate you guys for <laughs> taking the time to listen again this is the Text texting podcast if you have enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends please share it with the people you know because everybody needs to hear this amen so we like to thank you again for joining the Text Ten podcast i hope you have a great day in jesus name and always remember that you are blessed have a great day everyone